Live with CDP Sports Talk, a weekly sports and entertainment podcast sponsored by Barry Cullen Chevrolet. Live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn. And on audio via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Radio Public, and TuneIn. Now, here's your host, Chris Palme. Good morning, or in some cases, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 1, Overall 276 of Live with CDP Sports Talk, sponsored by Barry Cullen Chevrolet. 905 Woodlawn Road West in the Guelph Auto Mall. Check out barrycollin.com for the newest selection of new and pre-owned GM vehicles or give them a call at 519-824-021 and yeah, 519-824-0210 or email them at info at Chevrolet or info at barrycollin.com as well. And guys, always Live with CDP is on weeknights on WQEE 99.1 FM, uh, weeknights from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern as well, and, and, and etc. I hope everyone's having a great day. I hope everyone had a great Mother's Day yesterday. I was covering the Argos and also uh, the Kitchener-Waterloo Titans, the game last night against London as well. I'm looking forward to my guest today. She is my first guest from the U.K., and her name is Olivia Lynn. She is um, a chart-topping UK uh, musician, country singer, pop singer, and uh, songwriter, and also a TikTok creator. And uh, I'm really looking forward to having Olivia on. She uh, has some songs on Spotify. If you like to subscribe to her Spotify channel, uh, I, I I saw Red, Breakups, Ain't It a Shame, Modern Girl, I Love It, uh, Club Mix, and Anchor in the Storm. So one second, I'm going to bring on my guest from the UK, Olivia Lynn. Hi. Hello. Good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Well, I want to say thank you so much for uh, coming on my show today. I really appreciate it. No, thank you so much for having me. It's a privilege. So how are you doing over, are you in Red in London or a suburb of, of London? Oh, I'm awful with geography, so probably not the best person to ask, but I'm, yeah, I'm by like Milton Keynes, London area, so. Okay. I've never been there yet, so that's probably a, a bucket list trip for me as well at some point. Yeah, that'll be really nice. There's nice things to do in London, especially. That's, that's like the tourist place, so yeah. How's the music industry right now in the UK? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's good. Yeah. I mean, I don't um, know a lot about the charts and stuff. That's where my manager. But um, it seems to be going well. I mean, a lot of new um, pop hits out at the minute, which I want to jump on um, and make a country pop summer song. Um, I've kind of been inspired by Ed Sheeran and uh, like Ellie Gold and a few other artists that are releasing new music again. Um, so yeah, a few other artists have come crawling out from the woodwork, um, and who haven't released a song in a while and it sounds brilliant. So I was just checking your social media pages today. I guess you got at least what, two live performances this week coming up. Yeah, I have actually, um, this Friday, I've got a gig at a, um, just a local kind of bar pub thing, um, that that's in the evening on friday so that'll be really nice and then i've got one um this sunday as well which is oh i 
can't it's one in london i can't actually remember whereabouts it is but it's in london which is lush because i love the london gigs makes me feel like a little bit more like i'm getting up a bit more in the chains but yeah it's really good is there any of your performances ever live streamed so people that are from another country can watch your performances as well um i think the i've done a few that are live streamed or that are um live streamed and then saved on youtube as recordings um for uh luton love luton they they record a lot of theirs live and then post them on youtube but that is actually a good shout i might start getting um you know my manager who comes with me to my gigs maybe could do a live video off my phone whilst i'm performing so that's a good idea thank you uh the reason i asked is because as you know the pandemic struck the world for yeah. two years and it changed everything i started my podcast a couple years ago because of the pandemic and a lot of comedians and musicians ended up doing performances uh like this on Streamyard. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. Do you know what? It's a good idea. And do you know what? It's it's good for those people who maybe can't get out of the house or, you know, they were going to, but then they can't feel well or the people who are in a whole other country. So that's actually a good idea. In my case, I'm about 5,000 miles from here. So yeah, this, exactly. Yeah. Have you used StreamYard? Is this your first podcast? Have you done other podcasts? Um, I've done other podcasts on StreamYard. It's a really good app. I, I get on really well with it. I think awesome. the quality. Yeah. Awesome. Am I your first Canadian podcast? I think you are. I think All right. so. Awesome. Uh, that's great. Hey, um, how many songs do you have right now? I, I think you have, what, 12 you've re released so far that are on Spotify? I have, I'm going to have to count now. I think I have about seven, uh, but eight with the club remix um, included as well. So I've got eight songs that are out um and released on spotify apple music and all that jazz um but so i've got so many songs that i've written that just haven't been released yet that i'm itching to get in the studio to release like there's some that are literally they are so ready i just need to record them i just need to record them uh, eventually are you gonna have are you working on an album too Oh, a hundred percent. I want an album really, really badly. Uh, me and my manager spoke about this recently about having an album. And I think I'm not sure how many more singles I'm going to release, um, but not a lot more. And then I think we're going to start working towards an album. I've got enough songs for it, so I don't see why not. Hey, one thing uh, I, I know over here in North America, vinyl records are back. Are they back in popularity over in the UK as well? I mean, um, I'm not sure about the younger generation. Um, okay. Over here, it's huge retro. Really? Well, yeah. it probably come back, you know, it will be on social media and then people will find it again. But I actually bought my Nana, um, a Elvis Presley a vinyl record for um, her birthday because she's really into that as well. So I know a few of my family members are into it, but I'm not sure about others. Awesome. Have you been to North America yet? The States, Canada yet? No, I so badly want to, like so badly, but I haven't yet. But one thing about this technology, Olivia, is uh, your music is now worldwide available. It's not just in your country. People in Canada and the States can listen to it in other countries. And since I got you on here, where, what's the best place for people to find your music online? Um, probably either my website, which is Olivia Lynn Official, um, or I'm on all 
um, you know, streaming. So I'm on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon and YouTube um, for you can listen to it for free on YouTube. And it's just under Olivia Lynn Official on everything, which is handy for when people ask. It's just the same name for every single social media platform. Okay. Before we get into some questions, Olivia, is it okay? I have to say this because I know YouTube and Facebook are strict about uh, copyright for music. So uh, do I have your permission to play uh, breakups here, a three minute clip? And uh, so my Canadian audience can uh, hear your music. Yeah, 100%. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. It's just, you know how it is online uh, with music and copyright stuff. So yeah, just one second and I'm going to play a clip of uh, Breakups and uh, maybe you can just tell us a little bit of how you came about that song and what inspired you and uh, how satisfying was it to have it released onto Apple Tunes and Spotify, etc. Yeah. Okay, one second. Let me know if you can hear it. Yeah. say love is blind well i think it's stupid i got a lot to say and i guess i blame cupid they say love is real when you got it don't lose it but what if we fall for someone who's elusive and i don't want to be the girl that's waiting for the one because what if my person has already been and gone I don't want to say goodbye, I don't want you to leave But in the end it's mandatory, I guess it's meant to be Break us, let it break us Could have thought where the world would take us I broke your heart and you broke mine Well maybe it was just a matter of time Hoping for a silver lining, it was never gonna work to break us, that didn't break us. We lost all emotion and just had lust. I wish we would have spoken more, not shut ourselves behind our doors. I think we needed just a pause, it was never gonna work. That you're right, you never listen to my points, it always ends in fight. Try to find the middle ground and hoping that you'll come around, but then you get so distant, and it's like my voice is never found. And I don't wanna be the girl that's weighed down by a person, a person who should help them grow and not be so possessive. And I don't wanna feel so trapped. Maybe it's not you, it's me. But in the end, it's both of us. I guess it's meant to be. The breakups that didn't break us could have saw where the world would take us. I broke your heart and you broke mine. Maybe it was just a matter of time. Hoping for a silver lining, it was never gonna work. The breakups that didn't break us. We lost all emotion and just had lost. I wish we would have spoken more. I shut ourselves behind our doors. I think we needed just a pause. 
That song was courtesy of your YouTube channel. And I want to say thank you so much, Olivia, for that doing that, for allowing me to play that. Really nice song. And uh, just tell my audience just a little bit about that song and how it came about and how satisfying was it when it was released. You know, thank you so much. Um, so I wrote that song, well, I co-wrote that song um, with one of uh, the people who helped my manager with lyrics and um it's kind of been bubbling for a while i was umming and ahhing about it i didn't really want to release it and then i changed it a few times and then we didn't like how it was changed so then last minute i changed it completely again um from how it was originally supposed to sound um and we it was actually supposed to be released on the friday and i was having a singing lesson with my um singing uh teacher and she went oh olivia your song's out and this was on a wednesday and i was like what and she was like yeah your song your song's out on breakups it's out on spotify so i was like no it, it's not supposed to maybe it's just like a preview or something turns out my manager had actually fast-tracked it and we didn't oh. realize it was released two days before it was supposed to, but not complaining. So I started promoting it as quick as possible. Um, you know, I mean, I was promoting it beforehand um, anyway, so that was fine. Um, but to finally have my seventh song out there, um, you know, it, it just feels amazing. I think it's a bit of a different song for me as well, because most of mine are very upbeat. Um, like the choruses, yes. I love it. And I saw Red and Ain't It a Shame are very poppy and upbeat. So it was nice to have a bit of a slow down, relaxed one. And it's good for a set as well because it gives me a breather. So, um, but no, I was really, really excited about releasing this one. Just makes me want to release so many more. You mentioned your manager. Uh, for those who are watching this or listening later on audio and they're interested in getting in the music industry, Olivia, how important is it to find a good manager that you can trust and work with and, and they and both sides on both sides? It is really, really important for, you know, like ma the manager and for the artist. Um, you know, there's a lot of things um, without scaring anybody. You know, the whole Britney Spears thing, which is awful. You just need to be so, so careful with who you trust nowadays um, and who you're putting your, you know, you're literally putting your life into someone's hands. Um, and, yeah, you really need to have your wits about you. Don't get me wrong. When we... Um, you know were approached about this um having a manager and um things like that and being in this music um you know how she's helped me so far um when we got the contract obviously we're a little bit skeptical you know we've never had this before we're like okay gotta make sure we read the fine print make sure we read through everything thoroughly we know what you know we know what we're signing up for um and um luckily i was lucky enough i'm absolutely fine my manager is brilliant and you know we're all good um and i'm not um 
you know, I'm not doing anything against my will, so I'm all right. But um, no, it is really, really Im important to have someone who you feel safe with, who you can communicate freely with as well, you know, because freedom of speech and, you know, at the end of the day, you're the one singing the songs. And if you're writing them as well, it means something completely different as well. You're writing songs, you know. Um, but yeah, it is hard. Just make sure you do your research. Make sure we had a lawyer as well look over some paperwork with us as well um you know just any loopholes and things like that for just safety precautions because you know just need to look after yourself um but luckily i have really really supportive parents who will do anything to you know look out for me and protect me um which i'm really really grateful for but um yeah and i was gonna say too it's also important to have a a str strong support system with family and friends as well and uh, there was something else I was going to ask you, but if I remember, I'll ask you again. But yeah, strong. So it's important to have the proper people behind you when you're starting out. Now I remember what I wanted to ask you, Olivia. Um, how how competitive, how difficult is it to break into the music industry? Even though you're in the UK, it's all the, to me, it's all the same. But I just wanted to get your perspective. Um, I find it is it has its um. Not like ups and downs, but it, it you know, it's it's weird sometimes is the only way I can describe it. So um, when I first started out, it was difficult. I'm not going to lie. You know, we just um, started kind of during at the end of COVID. So it was hard getting into studios and um, seeing each other because obviously we still had um, rules to follow um, with that whole awful era of life that yes. we don't have to talk <laughs> yes um, but that happened and that's going to be the same for everyone you know every artist every musician everyone in life it, it held us back and um and it was stressful at times however regarding music production and producing my music producer actually lives in russia well used to live in russia um until he actually he fled russia um but what my point is i never had a music producer to see in real life so i'm i've just always been used to having um you know calls and and messages and sending voice notes across of me singing to my music producer mike who is absolutely amazing my i add he's honestly and a credit to work with and he's done brilliant on every single one of my songs um so thank you to mike um but so i've not kind of seen my producer so i've always been used to that um but it it does get competitive sometimes and i do get a little bit frustrated sometimes as well because i i don't play any instruments so it's just my voice that i have my voice is my instrument I use backing tracks when I do gigs. Um, and I know it doesn't have the same effect. I un I understand that. I know that. Um, you know, one day, hopefully, I'll be playing with a, you know, a massive live band and that'll be amazing. But it's, it takes work and it's baby steps, which I have to remind myself because I'm so impatient. I just, it's not that I want, 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 but it's because I just want this so bad. Um, and I always have my whole life. It's like, I just want it right now, but I understand that it takes time and I really need to remind myself that. Um, but there's been a few gigs where I've done and, you know, someone's been like, um, you know, I'm 17 um, and I've start I started when I was about 15 um, with my management. So, you know, say I was like 15, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm 15, I'm doing this gig. And there'll be older people, you're 15. 
oh like it's like they think I'm unprofessional or they think I'm immature but my whole life I've been so mature I just have always felt quite mature for my age and I've been told it my whole life as well um I think people take me as a joke sometimes which is frustrating and um it gets annoying but I don't let it ever put me down um because it's kind of without blowing my own like horn it's kind of reassuring you know when I get up on stage and then I perform and then I come back down and they've been watching they're like oh actually you're quite good I'm like okay thank you and they're awesome as well you know sometimes you know you just get a wrong first impression and that's okay but it is a tough industry because I've noticed now a lot of people are getting into country like a lot of people um but I like to think I am different I'm not um I'm not saying that in a cringe way like I am so different but no I do think I am a little bit different you know I like to spice things up I'm not just pure country you know I've got wacky outfits that I love wearing I love um you know just putting on whatever and doing like bright bold makeup and and singing songs like I saw red which is like people so I've had people tell me it's not country but I think it is country it's country pop um you know mix it together but now I'm just going on in a rampage and this is what I was going to say. I can talk for England. So now you've just witnessed it firsthand. That's what I love about this podcast show. I learned something new from every episode and every guest. And uh, you, you may, and I, I've only talked to you for a few minutes on here, obviously, but I can tell how passionate you are. And you know what? It's important no matter what age, my age or your age, uh, to be passionate about something. And when you start a, a new career, um such as yourself in music and for myself in radio it takes time and i have to learn to be patient too i've had some rejections i've had to block out the naysayers because of my age and the skeptics and uh, i just like to prove people wrong but you just have to be patient and just keep working hard and keep improving no matter what you're doing yeah thank you so much 100 percent. right back at you you know it does get tough and especially online um you know you do get some um sticks that you have to put up with some negative um you know vibes but you just gotta keep pushing through that because honestly when you're doing better and you're doing better things of your life than other people that's what makes this so worth it so honestly credit to you as well well thank you so much are you okay for some questions um do you know what i'm I have a few, but I can't think off the top of my head. Maybe like, what is country like in, do you, you live in Canada, right? Yeah, I live near Toronto. If you've ever heard okay. of Toronto, it's our biggest city in Canada. So um, country music is um, in, in North America, the States is popular and over here as well. And uh, I've had Canadian musicians and uh, some from the States on. Um, I would say I've had a couple on from the States lately. If you want to check them out, her name is Lee Newton. She's out of Nashville, Lee okay, Newton. Let, yeah. Let me write that. There's a couple of them that have been guests on my show, and they would talk to you, Olivia. I think they would. They're really great with my podcast. They're really great. Um, Lee Newton, uh, just Lee and then Newton, N-E-W-T-O-N. And the other oh. one I would talk to is Christy Krause. And they're both Lee's in her Lee's a little bit older, but Christy Kirsty Krause. 
Uh, K-R-A-U-S is around your age. So there's a couple of people I can always message you later and give you, give them the social media pages. Cause, um, like I said, I've been lucky. I've had like a whole bunch of, uh, uh, great musicians on it. I have one on from Ontario, Canada here. That's originally from England. Her name is Gracie Jett and she's a nurse and now she's trying to sing. And, uh, yeah, I will, I'll try, if I can help you out as much as I can, uh, with some of my guests, and that are in the industry i'd be glad to do that yeah that would be helpful thank you so much yeah thank you you're welcome and it's cold pay it forward because i've had people uh help me with getting guests and building connections too and that's huge in the music industry as well as the radio industry is it's not making friendships also but connections and networking 100 percent, i agree Okay. Um, can you tell my audience here in Ontario, I live in a city called Guelph. Uh, the nickname is the Royal City. It's about an hour from Toronto, a couple hours from Buffalo. Can you just tell my audience a little bit about yourself? And when did you decide you wanted to pursue a career in the uh, music industry? And did you have any influences in your family when you first started out? Yeah, of course. Um, so... Well, I'm Olivia Lynn. I'm 17 years old um, and I live by London. It's always easiest to say I live by London because I'm here. Yeah, honestly, I'm awful with locations. And I'm going to be honest, I don't know where, you know, big towns in America or towns in Canada are. So it's easier if we say London because people know where that is. (laughs) I have um, three siblings. Um, I live with my mum and dad and obviously my siblings. I have three dogs, very pet orientated as well. Um, My parents are the biggest supporters I have in like my life. Um, Especially, they support in different ways um, actually. I I used to say my mum was my biggest supporter um but my dad has really stepped up he um he's he's now been listening to my songs just randomly like he'll be like building something in the garden and he'll have my songs on and it it does make me smile I walk outside and it's like he's listening to my songs it's really lovely um but um yeah I've been singing since I was like four years old um properly um because I used to go to drum schools and things like that. Um, I been have been doing drum schools my whole life. I've been about three, four different drum schools because um, I love acting as well. People don't know that as well. I am obsessed with acting, and I'd love to be on West End or Broadway or something like that because oh my god, singing and acting combined into one. Yes, please. Um, I'm very artistic. Uh, I love drawing, even though I'm absolutely terrible at it. Um, and what made me decide to pursue a career in music was um, without, with my mum really, you know, I was, I've grown up in a very music orientated family. Um, my mum sings, she does pantomimes um, and she loves acting and singing as well. And, you know, my dad loves music. Um, he's been listening, like he just loves, he loves music. And we're just a really music orientated family and especially my Nana. My Nana really is the person who got me into doing the country. You know, she used to listen to her CDs in the car of Jolene with me um, and Shania Twain and things like that. Um, And she even got me into like um, jive music as well and swing and stuff like that which is really nice and Elvis Presley as well so she's really helped me explore different types of music my nana um but yeah that's kind of how I got into it and then 
from when I was young, I always want, I'd be like to my mum, 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 can you like, can you record me and record me singing and post it on your Facebook? And she'd be like, okay. So then she'd record me and then she'd post it. And it became this thing that people enjoyed. It was just family friends at this point. It was just friends and family who enjoyed seeing me sing. So she kept doing it until, um, you know, she put it more public and more public as I got older. And then I actually did a, I did a musical, um, like a musical competition on Facebook. Um, it's like this thing on Facebook when COVID was happening. And um, we did that and that was really fun to do. We used to dress up the living rooms to make it look like different scenes. And we, I dressed up, so I did a few Hamilton things and, um, and I did some bring it on and stuff like that. And I actually won the competition, which was insane because there was some amazing artists. And that's actually um, where I got seen for my management um, because it became really, really big on, on Facebook. Uh, there was actually a few Americans that did that musical um, competition as well. So it was quite a big thing. And then my management saw me and then they were like, okay, well, originally they were actually putting together a girl band and I I would do anything at this point. I just want to be seen. So I was willing to risk it all. Okay, I'll go into a girl band. And then I was kind of like, that's not really me. Like, I don't, I, I'm a solo artist. I don't really want to be in a girl band. Like... I auditioned anyway and they actually turned around and they said no we don't want you for a girl band um sorry you're not the right fit I was like okay at this point I had been told no so many times I didn't take it personally you know I auditioned for the voice kids um as a child about four or five times as well um where I always got turned around um right at the end of the private auditions which was just really really annoying and really harsh but you know, so used to being told no. And then one of the ladies um, who was part of uh, the management um, in the past, she uh, is on maternity leave and she's decided to take a break. Um, she actually turned around to my mum and said, um, I really, really love Olivia. I, we want, I want her, but not for a girl band. What does she like to do? So I was like, I do anything really. Uh, I was really, really into my pop then. Um, and you know I still am so we decided right country pop mix it together and then she was like okay send me some videos of you singing some country songs so I sent some Miley Cyrus country pop songs over some you know Dolly Parton Shania Twain and then she was like okay we want you and I was like okay where do we go from here so then wow. we got the contract and then you know we got things going and now I'm here and I'm doing what I love um it's not full-time yet but we're getting there slowly but surely. I've nearly finished college. Um, I finished this month, which is insane. And then I'm moving on with my life and music is gonna be first. And it feels really refreshing to say that for once. Sorry, that was really long, but. No, that's fine. I talk a lot myself, but that's great stuff. I had to ask you this as well. Um, I've had other musicians on here as well. Do you have a vocal coach that helps you as well? So I used to have a vocal coach from okay. about, um when I was in um drama schools I used to have it a little bit and then I went private with my a vocal coach and when I was about 12 13 years old um at one of my drama schools and then when I left that drama school I didn't have a vocal coach for years up until about last year where my manager said okay you need to start using the vocal coach because we don't want you to lose you know you, it's a voice a voice is like any other 
muscle in your body you need to keep training it you know you think you've got it but if you don't train it you don't warm up properly you don't cool down properly then you're gonna you're gonna mess it up so um i've actually got another vocal um coach now but we don't do sessions every week we just do it kind of when if i've got a gig coming up then she'll say to me right let's practice some breathing techniques let's practice some warm-up techniques and show me your belt technique belt techniques and things like that um but it would be nice moving forward if i did have a lesson maybe starting once every two weeks or something like that because i know i'm quite busy and you know she's quite busy as well so but yeah before you go on and perform live um do you drink a lot of water or do you drink tea as well like before or after a performance so i tend to feel like when i drink um water before a performance i get more dehydrated like i feel like i need more so i'll drink a bit and then i'm like oh my god i'm because i'm getting nervous I'm, I'm drinking more and then i need the toilet and then i'm like god gotta go to the toilet come back drink more water because my dry so i'm like panicking but i tend to find that when i pack so i normally do at home i'll um do hot um i'll boil the kettle do honey and lemon and ginger and then i'll put it in a bottle and i'll fill that bottle with cold um well not cold but lukewarm water um and i'll bring that with me because cold water i feel um restricts my throat so if i ever drink water i don't have ice water it's not good before before singing just lukewarm but then hot um lemon and honey and ginger actually isn't the best either so lukewarm even though it tastes not the best is um what works for me personally before a gig it makes me feel very um hydrated in my mouth if i drink loads of water i feel like my mouth is the Sahara Desert. I'm not even joking. It's awful. But yeah, that little trick works for me. Um, and I've seen these things that I think they're called vocal zones or something like this. And they're little tablets that my vocal coach actually told me to check out. So I do need to check those out as well because apparently they're really good um, just to cleanse your throat out and your mouth out before you do a gig. So, but yeah. When you do perform live, Olivia, how long is your average performance? Is it like an hour, two hours? um well as i only have seven songs if i'm doing my own songs it's about half an hour okay. um 35 minutes but if i'm doing um if they say right um do some of your songs and then some country songs um maybe it'll be an hour but if i'm doing a, a gig where it's at like a pub or a restaurant or something i normally do two 45 minute sets with a 15 minute break in between um and that's just normally how how i go unless obviously people want longer than i do i'm pretty easy i can do whatever um i think the most i would probably I'd probably do is um at the minute probably about two and a half hours uh, maybe three hours anything after that i tend to get um quite dry and that tense and i need a break but maybe that's just a thing that comes with practice you know you just got to keep keep training your body training your voice you're a songwriter as well um i'm going to put you on the spot here are you currently writing some more songs currently right now in production oh a hundred percent i'm always writing songs um i can tell you that now for a fact i, I i've kind of um ventured away from co-writing i i want to write my own songs that's something i've wanted since i was a little girl and i find comfort in in writing my own songs and writing from personal experiences and 
I really want to make other people feel that comfort too. So I saw Red, that um, that was the second song I ever wrote fully by myself. The first song was Ain't It a Shame. And I wrote this song because I was just sick and tired of, and this, I can on heart say this, I wrote them songs by myself, no help. And I was, Ain't It a Shame was about, you know, being sick and tired of um, being treated like, you're, you're a lady, you must sit like this and talk like this and wear this and do this yeah. um, all the time by everyone. So I wrote that song and then I wrote I Saw Red to, you know, tell people, tell, you know, boys, girls, any gender that you are, any person, whoever, you know, whether you're in a relationship uh, with um, a partner or, you know, a friend, that it's okay to be angry. I feel like people invalidate other people's anger so easily nowadays. And I know for me, I've felt invalidated quite a bit. And, you know, anger is seen as this, like, God forbidden, like, don't don't ever get angry. Um, and I'm, I was just kind of sick and tired of feeling like that. So I write I Saw Red. Um, it was actually because um, I was with a boy and got majorly screwed over by him. So I decided to write that. And, you know, he used to make me feel crazy for being angry. So I decided I'm going to write a song about it. Um, but I do have so many more songs. You know, I've got songs about women empowerment. I've got songs about, um, you know, my my family members, I've got songs about becoming this big artist one day. Um, and I genuinely cannot wait to release them with you guys because I really think you will like them more. One thing I wanted to ask you about, uh, how how difficult is it to get a re recording studio in the UK or over in England? Um, well, for me, it's not actually been too difficult. I have to go to a recording studio about an hour away. Um, it's the best recording studio I have used. And I've only been in, I think I've been in two. Um, and it's it's my favourite one. So I go to one, it's called Wellingborough, where I go. Um, and my manager um, found it for us. And she's actually friends with the person who owns it and runs it. So it's pretty good for us. So I can't complain. He can pretty much get us in there whenever we need to. Um, and I'm pretty flexible, so if he's like, well, I only have a Monday, I'm like, oh, well, I'll come in on Monday, I'll just rearrange whatever I was doing Monday to another day. Um, so for me, it's pretty flexible and pretty, like, okay. Uh, when you do rehearsals, what are they normally, like, how long time was? Half an hour, hour, two hours? Um, for me... I tend to rehearse a lot on my own anyway. Um, I never really rehearse with my management. I like to keep myself to myself when I'm rehearsing. I'm in the zone. So for me, I'll be rehearsing as much as I possibly can. For example, if I've got a big gig coming up, like these festivals that I've got coming up, um, I'll be rehearsing whenever. I'll be listening to my songs, you know, just because they're my songs and I may have written some of them. I still forget the words. I am awful like that, awful. So um, I listen to my songs as much as I possibly can, um, which is why I most of the time hate the sound of my own voice. <laughs> and then my mum is a major help with rehearsals as well. She really helps with my body language um, and, you know, how I should be moving, how I should be um, positioned, don't stand on the stage still, um, in this song do this, in this song do this, maybe do a little dance move here. So she's really helped with that. They don't tend to have really a time limit on them uh, I'll just keep going until I'm like okay I'm getting sick and tired or until my mum's like okay you're not listening to me so let's just move on a couple other things I wanted to ask you Olivia are you still good for time for a few more minutes are you okay yeah. time? 
Okay, yeah. perfect. Um, I do this with the other musicians I've had on as well. Um, before a live performance, um, if, if you feel nervous or whatever, it depends on each musician. Everyone's different. Do you have any rituals you do to like kind of just get you focused on what you need to do for your live performance? Um, I tend to zone off off my phone. Um, so I make sure I'm off of that as much as possible, especially when it's getting closer to the gig. I don't want to be on that. Um, plenty of water, toilet break, 100%, because there's been times where I haven't gone to the toilet and I needed the toilet whilst I'm singing, and that is the worst feeling. <laughs> Honestly, the worst. Um, and then my honey, lemon, and ginger, um, every time I sing, that is one thing. I'll sometimes I have an energy drink or something. I'll have it like two hours before because obviously energy drink, um, it's fizzy, so it makes you burp and I don't want to be burping on stage. So if I have an energy drink, it'll be about two hours before the performance to make sure it's all out of my system by the time I, I perform. Obviously my vocal warm-ups um, come in clutch with that as well, you know, and do that constantly. I can do that about an hour, an hour before the gig. I'm vocally warming up. Um, and body warm-up as well. So, you know, constantly moving my body, you know, neck warm-ups, tongue warm-ups, arm warm-ups, wrist warm-ups, um, because people forget that you're not just using your voice, you're using your whole body, especially when you're performing and you're throwing yeah. your arms around and you're moving. Um, and, you know, you sometimes get a tongue twister, so make sure you're warming up your tongue and your neck and you're ready to go. Definitely. What's the biggest audience you've performed in front of so far? And do you have a favorite place uh, to perform your music so far in your career? Um, my favorite place is probably um, Bedford Esquires at the minute um, in Bedford, which um, is about uh, half an hour, 40 minutes away from me. Um, just purely because I've had the best experience there. I've had um, quite a big, quite a few big crowds there. Um, and they've always um, kind of partied along with my music, which helps. Um, but the biggest audience, probably about, I want to say 300, um, maybe more. I'm not too sure. I know at Country on the Coast, there was quite a few people. And then I actually recently just did a gig on Saturday night where there was about 200 people there. Um, so about maybe three people, three uh, 300 people, 350 maybe. So... That's a lot. No matter what age you are, that is a lot to perform yeah. in front of. So, all right. This next question you've mentioned some, but um, Olivia, who are also some of your other music influences when growing up in the UK? Uh, you did mention Elton John, Ed Sheeran, Adele, but were there other uh, artists and bands that kind of influenced your music career? Um. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say maybe, I'm trying to think. It's actually hard because I know more American um, artists than UK. That's really bad, isn't it? But I wouldn't, she's not, obviously she's from America. It's Lady Gaga. She's just amazing. I just love her. Um, and I want to, um, I take a lot from her, her stage presence, her mannerisms, her outfits, um, you know, she's herself, she's her true self all the time. Um, and she is someone who I massively look up to um, all, for all of those reasons. And I like, I actually call myself, and um, on a few interviews I've been called the Lady Gaga of of country pop music, which is, um, which is really, really cool. So that is something that um, 
that is riding with me that I really, really like. Um, and obviously, you know, Shania Twain, love her. Taylor Swift, love. Uh, I started getting into more um, male country artists because I wasn't very educated on male country artists. Um, but Morgan Wallen, um, if, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. And then Luke Combs as well. Um, and there's, I think there's a Luke Bryant as well, I think. Yes. But, yeah, they, they're some of my influences for songwriting at the minute, especially Luke Combs with his songwriting. Um, but yeah. I was going to say one day you, you, you're going to have to come to Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, 100%. I'm hoping to, 100%. And uh, like I said, uh, I'm uh, for me, for music, I'm kind of the classic rock guy music from the 70s and 80s. But lately I've been listening to a lot more country music from my guests and I'm really enjoying the new country style and uh, and, and your music as well. I, I, like I said, uh, since I have you on here, I'm just going to ask you, couple more quick questions before we wrap it up but can yeah. you just tell my audience about some of your other songs that you've, you've um, written before and i'm not going to put you on the spot and say which is your favorite song but which one is right now your most memorable song you've done so far in your career um you can ask me what is my favorite song because i always have an answer for that and that is definitely i saw red um mainly because I wrote it and also it's just like empowering to me like when I sing it I just feel so empowered and it makes me feel like I'm performing at like the O2 or something like that like in London on a massive stage in front of thousands that's the only way I can describe it I just love that song um and my other songs well Modern Girl was my first release and that was about um you know starting up being a country artist and trying to you know work hard and make it far um then we have i love it which was actually another relationship song which was about you know um when you've broken up with someone and you still love them but you see them getting hurt so she, uh, in that song i talk about i love it when she breaks your heart i love it when she screams your name um and it's like you like the fact that he's now getting karma so that's what I love it's about. Um, and then obviously breakups um, is about breaking up with someone, which is actually um, something that is personal to me. Breaking up with someone, um, but realizing that you can't stay away from each other and um, you should give it another shot. And I did give it another shot and we're still together now, uh, which is nice. And then what else have we got? Well, Ain't It a Shame, which I said about, which was, you know, being told, be ladylike and all this and that. Um, and then we have uh, Water Under the Bridge, which was a cover that I did of an Adele song, um, which is just a song that I've always really liked. And the, say the saying, Water Under the Bridge, is used quite a lot in my house. Um, and I just think, you know, when things do get tough sometimes and, you know, you have fallouts, you have arguments, just it's Water Under the Bridge, just forgive and forget. Um, but I'm trying to think of the other songs that I have as well. God, I can't even remember now. I think that's all of them. And one thing I wanted to ask you about this too, and I, I find it, if I'm having a bad day or I'm stressed out, I like to listen to my music and I find uh, any kind of music can be therapeutic uh, to your mental health as well. And, and it also can bring back memories of uh, happier times as well. Yeah, 100%. I agree. 
All right. And uh, before we wrap this up, Olivia, um, can you just tell my audience here in Canada just some of your upcoming performances? And uh, again, hopefully maybe they'll be live streamed for those that can attend. And I'll put them on the – I have your upcoming shows on my ticker here too. Oh, perfect. Um, you're, you're, you know more than I do. You're so much more prepared than me. Um, well, I have – a festival in West Yorkshire that is on there that is coming up. Uh, that's called the Longest Day Festival, which is really cool. Um, I have the Buck and Bull in June, um, which is in London, which is lovely. I've got some in Putney. Um, and actually coming up, I've got the British Country Music Association um, Fan Fest in July, which is crazy. I literally cannot wait for that one. Really, really excited. Um, these big gigs mean so much to me because it just it just proves that um you know um i am moving up in in the world of music i'm getting in there sometimes it feels slow but you know i'm now doing festivals which is crazy because a year ago i wasn't so um but yeah i've got uh, quite a few coming up this this year which is nice but i'm i'm hoping i'm going to get loads more fingers crossed i do just take one day one week at a time and uh just keep doing what you're doing, Olivia, and uh, just keep working at it. And uh, I, I really can see your passion on here from talking to you as well. Now, I'm going to wrap this up with this question. I, I've been to Canada and I've been to the States. But for those who are watching this live streamed, which is on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, and later on my 14 audio platforms, for those people, including myself, have never who have never visited the UK, what would you recommend for sightseeing and some of your favorite restaurants in the UK and stuff like that? Okay, so for sightseeing, obviously London is probably the best place to go to. Um, we have the London Eye there, which is really cool, which is like um, you go in it and it's like that spinny thing that goes around like that. That's the only way I can describe it. You go around in it. Um, we have an aquarium, which is really cool, but I, for me, because I'm a horror, so I love horror um, and thriller things and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if you have a similar thing to where you are, but it's called London Dungeons. And it's like a historical horror thing about all the things that happened in London. So like the Great Fire of London and Jack the Ripper and things like that. And you go in and it's like this experience where you've got like actors and there's like, um, there's like a ride and it's really really cool so that's something that i would recommend because i really like horror and things like that i'm gonna put you on the spot favorite restaurant and uh what's your favorite food you like to have i'm so fussy um i would you know what if you asked me this last year i would have said genuinely i would have said mcdonald's because i am that fussy um and i'm just so cheap but you ask me now not sure about restaurant um but food wise i tried scampi about two months ago and i've been obsessed ever since so i'm gonna say scampi because it's just amazing okay i'm kind of a steak and pasta guy but uh i definitely i i, I definitely i want to do a little more traveling and uh, the uk is somewhere i would like to go as well and uh, we're going to wrap this up with one last question olivia um what advice 
for those watching or listening to this episode, would you give someone who's looking to start a career in the music industry, whether it's Canada, the States, the UK, Australia, et cetera, and where can my audience find you on social media and your website and, and keep up to date with all your work? Um, so for those who are starting out in the music industry, um, just keep keep putting yourself out there. Social media, as much of an annoyance it can be sometimes, it is a big, big way of getting yourself out there. You post yep. singing videos on YouTube, um, on Instagram, TikTok, um, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever you can, Twitter, honestly, just keep pushing yourself out there and keep posting. Someone will see it, I promise you. I used to be that girl, like I'd be like, oh my God, I'm just posting nonstop, like post, 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 nothing's ever happened. And then I got seen and, you know, now I'm I'm doing what I love. So just keep going, keep persevering. And something I would also say is, uh, I say this on ev every time someone asks me this question, be very wary and be kind to those people who you meet on the way up the ladder because you, you could go be going back down that ladder just as quick and if you want some help then you need to be friends with everyone and support people because you'd want to be supported as well that's something i will say um and regarding where um um people can find my social media and website um my social social media on all like platforms is olivia lynn official on everything okay. um I've even got a spam account on TikTok just in case my main TikTok gets banned because you can never be too careful with TikTok. It's so... Yes. So far, I've been lucky on TikTok, by the way. And I will find you on TikTok and add you as well. Yes, thank you. I'll give you a follow back as well. So, um, And then my website is Olivia Lynn Official. So that's everything. And they can also go on, I believe, Linktree, which will take you to all your social media work. I have one here called beacons.ai. It's similar to Linktree, and all my work is on there as well. But uh, Olivia, that is great advice. And uh, and also to always be humble. You're going to have your successes, and you're going to have your setbacks, and it's always good to keep an even keel and always remain humble. And uh, you said it perfectly. And I was going to say, Olivia, I haven't known you that long, but uh, I really enjoyed having you uh, on my uh, show today, my 276th episode, and uh, I definitely will be in contact with you uh, with some of my other guests in the music industry, and hopefully they can give you some advice as well and uh, and, and listen to your music as well. A hundred percent. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. And no problem. And again, where can people find your music if they want to listen to it again? So my music is on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, and YouTube. Um, and my name is Olivia Lynn across all of those platforms. Okay, well, I'm going to say thank you so much, Olivia. If you can give me about 15, 20 minutes, I will have this episode downloaded to my audio platforms. And I'll send you a link from the audio and also from my YouTube channel. And when this show does air on my radio station, which I do remotely from home, and it goes to Georgia, I will send you the link to the radio station and you can uh, listen to it as well. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. Honestly, you've been amazing. Well, you're very welcome, and uh, I want to wish you all the best and continued success, and we'll definitely keep in touch with you on social media. Oh, 100% we'll keep in touch. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a good evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed episode – sorry. I hope you enjoyed season six, 
episode one today uh, with my guest Olivia Lynn. She's a, a musician, songwriter, singer, and uh, she does country pop uh, music over in the UK as well, guys. So I really appreciate her coming on. And uh, just to let you guys know, the next live CDP Sports Talk sponsored by Barry Cullen Chevrolet here in Guelph will be tomorrow, Tuesday, May 16th at 12 p.m. Eastern with my guest, Jessica Lynn. She's a country artist, songwriter from New York City. So I'm going to be talking to Jessica about her music career as well and being a country singer and uh, a little bit about New York City as well. So I hope you guys can tune in uh, tomorrow at 12 o'clock uh, for Season 6, Episode 2 with Jessica Lynn. And I'm really looking forward to speaking with her as well. Guys, just bear with me for one second. Uh, let's see. Live with CDP Sports Talk is a weekly sports and entertainment talk show hosted by yours truly, Chris Pame. It is now on weeknights at 8 p.m. on radio station WQEE 99.1 FM, the key, the home of Southern Sports and Talk and the heartbeat of Atlanta. And a shout out to their station manager, Ryan O'Neill, for having me on his station as well. As always, guys, Live with CDP Sports Talk is live streamed on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn. And I want to say thank you to everybody this morning for watching this podcast show on live stream as well. You guys can follow my website at beacons.ai slash Chris D. Palme. All my digital content, previous podcast shows are on there as well. Live with CDP Sports Talk is sponsored by Barry Cullen Chevrolet Dealership at 905 Woodlawn Road West in the Guelph Auto Mall. Check out barrycullen.com for the newest selection of new and pre-owned GM vehicles or give them a call at 519-824-0210 or email them at info at barrycullen.com. Also, guys, it is spring into summer at Barry Cullen Chevrolet with the 2023 Chevy Equinox financing up to 3.9% or sorry, financing available for 3.99% for up to 60 months. And anyone that's an eligible Costco member can receive up to a $750 bonus on certain select SUVs as well. And I want to say thank you to Mark Cullen for sponsoring live with CDP Sports Talk as well. You guys can follow me. Everybody can follow me if they like, wish to. Uh, I am on TikTok at Live with CDP. I, I do a lot of promos for my podcast there on my guests. And also I do a lot of interviews with players and coaches from the sports leagues that I cover there as well. So again, I Live with CDP on TikTok if you wish to follow me there as well. StreamYard is the official live stream provider of Live with CDP Sports Talk. If you're into webinars or podcasting, I highly re recommend StreamYard.com as well. Finally, Live with CDP Sports Talk podcast. The audio version is available on these platforms, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, Castbox, LinkedIn, Stitcher, and tuned in as well. And weeknights at eight o'clock on WQEE 99.1 FM in Metro Atlanta, the home of Southern Talk and Sports. And I will be on tonight at eight o'clock as well, guys. And that's about it. Oh, finally, 
You guys can also email or text live with CDP Sports Talk at cpalme19 at gmail.com, or you can text me in the show at 519-820-7188. And finally, we'll just do a little sports talk here, guys. Uh, just give me one second. Uh, there is some hockey on tonight. Stanley Cup playoffs, round two. Uh, Seattle Kraken at the Dallas Stars tonight, 8 p.m., game seven. Uh, the winner will take on Vegas in the Western Conference Championship. And then the NBA, uh, there's no NBA playoffs tonight, but uh, the uh, the conference finals are set with the Miami Heat taking on the Boston Celtics and the those Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron uh, taking on the Denver Nuggets. I have Boston and Denver uh, winning those series and playing for the NBA Finals. So Boston, Denver, uh, 2023 NBA Finals as well. And also, guys, congratulations to the Windsor Express and the London Lightning yesterday for winning their series. Uh, Windsor beating Sudbury down in Sudbury in five games to advance to their first NBLC Finals since, I think, 2014-2015, I believe. Um, and the London Lightning, who are the defending reigning NBLC champions from last year, uh, defeated the Kitchener-Waterloo Titans last night, a game that I covered as media, 94-89. to So it's going to be Windsor at London in the National Basketball League Canada's finals. Best of five series will start this week sometime. The first two games will be uh, at Budweiser Gardens in London. Game three will be at the WFCU Center in Windsor. And if Windsor can um, uh, make it a fourth game, if the fourth game is necessary, it would be at the WFC Center. And a fifth game, if needed in this series, would be back in London at Budweiser Gardens. But a uh, special th- uh, shout-out to Audley Stevenson and the National Basketball League of Canada for letting me cover the league this year as a media affiliate and to all the coaches and players I've done uh, podcast shows with and interviews as well. and also. Thanks to Chris Bilnovich and the Toronto Argonauts uh, for having me out this week for a walk practice, walk-in practice and uh, their first practice yesterday. So please check out my YouTube channel, uh, Chris Pame, or Live with CDP Sports Talk on YouTube. And please hit the subscribe and the like notification. I post a lot of content there with my podcast and some great interviews with some Toronto Argonauts and last night with Injury. Uh, from uh, the National Basketball League TV, play-by-play announcer for the Titans, and also um, Jasmine Pristine, who is a season ticket holder for the Kitchener-Waterloo Titans as well. That's about it, guys. Again, I want to say thank you to my guest, Olivia Lynn. She's a UK uh, country pop music star for coming on today. And please check out her website again. And uh, her music is on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and that as well. So again, I uh, really enjoyed talking to Olivia Lynn today. And I uh, hope you guys can tune in to my uh, talk show tonight at 8 p.m. on WQE 99.1 FM. That's about it. I hope everybody has a great rest of the day. And we'll see you guys here tomorrow for Season 6, Episode 2 with country music star from New York City, Jessica Lynn on live with CDP Sports Talk. Brought to you by Barry Collin Chevrolet and weeknights on WQEE 99.1 FM. Have a great day, everybody, and we'll see you tomorrow at 12 o'clock with my guest, Jessica 